Welcome to WVYC's Perspectives. This is an up-close look at the students, faculty, and administrators who make your college unique. This weekly show shines a spotlight on the programs and people here at YCP. This week's host is Jeffrey Schiffman. Welcome to WVYC's Perspective, and today we are going to be talking with artist Jerry Gretzinger, right? Correct? Gretzinger. Gretzinger. Yep. yep. Uh, Jerry Very Gretzinger, uh, who has a show here at uh, in the Brosman Gallery in Wolf Hall. Uh, it's starting and, and being able to be viewed right now. Uh, but Jerry, first of all, thank you for coming. Uh, appreciate My pleasure. Here. I'm happy to be here. All right. Well, yeah, we, we called you an artist, but I want you to describe what your piece of art that people are going to see, because I'm a, I'm a little bit at a loss for words to describe exactly what it is. Well, in simplest terms, it's a map of an imaginary place. But through the years, it's be, begun to look less and less map-like. At the, at the perimeter, the edges, it's very abstract. And um, because of the process I use, I'm continually changing. It's composed of hundreds, well, actually thousands, 3,600 individual panels that are 8 by 10 inches. I change these panels. I revise them over time so that the map changes internally as well as grows at its perimeter. Um, so it's become a little bit less of a map and more of a, of a giant painting. It's roughly 50 feet in, in diameter. Yeah, when, when somebody goes in there um, to the Brosman Gallery, they are going to notice how the, the enormity of it. And I'm imagining that it takes a long time to set it up. Well, it took us, actually, it went fairly quickly. We did it uh, with a lot of help in a day and a half. And uh, normally I would expect it was going to take two days or a little more to mount that many panels. There are about 800 of the panels in this show. What we're showing is not the entire map because there's not room. Um, we're showing one band that goes from the left edge to the right edge, or from west to east on, on the map. Let's talk about the inspiration for this. How did this all get started? And, and for you, I think it started, what, 1963 you started? That's right. Started thinking about that? Now, I'm assuming that in 1963 you, didn't, you, you did your first panel, but you probably did a few more at the beginning, right? I did. I, the very first panel I did in 1963 I began adding more panels to it that same year. And so it, it grew to several hundred panels in the 1960s and 70s. And then there was a period when I, I set it aside. I described it as taking a long coffee break, <laughs> namely 20 years long. <laughs> That's a coffee break. Yeah. <laughs> and um, in 2003 my son found it up in the attic of our home in Cold Spring, New York, and brought this dusty box down, showed it to me, and said, Hey, Dad, what is this? And can I have it? <laughs> and I looked in the box, realized what he brought down, and said, that's, that's my map. Explained to him how it came to be, and then told him, no, he couldn't have it, because... <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I was triggered to work on it again. We are talking with artist Jerry Gritzinger. Uh, Jerry is uh, 
presenting his map or part of his map uh, in the Prizman Gallery at Wolf Hall. Uh, you can go there free to uh, see. Uh, it, it it really is something that you need to experience, and I think that that's part part of it too. It's an experience. It's not like just looking at a painting. You you because from a distance you see one thing, but my experience was I got close and you you saw other things. What was the inspiration for all this? Well, initially, I think it, it it started when I was a young kid. I my dad, someone had given my dad a whole stack of old National Geographic maps, the folding big oh, yeah, paper folding kind. And I was intrigued with those and I, part of it was because they they kind of provoked fantasy in me. Reading those place names, and I, I was not well-traveled. We were a family of modest means, and we didn't travel very much. Um, so reading the names, especially like of places in Europe or, or in Russia, I remember at one point I was tracing Russian rivers with unpronounceable names up to the Arctic Ocean. Um, and I, in doing that, I was my mind was transported to those places. So um, it's been the, the kind of uh, of travel in my mind. I've been told that you you look at this as what a human zoo. That someone oh told me oh that. oh yes. Well, then explain that, that. That's part of the backstory. Um. A lot of of young people, I always think of them as 15-year-old boys who are playing dungeon, Dungeons and Dragons or Minecraft. Um, they like, they, 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 actually, they created a subreddit, which was called Jerry Mapping, and it's devoted to mapping in the style of, wow. of Jerry Gretzinger. And, um, it, but the maps that they post are, to my mind, not very much like mine. They're like mine only in that they're on individual panels or tiles. Um, anyway, these kids, yeah, I didn't ask me anything on Reddit at one point, and they want to know the backstory. And I don't really, ha I hadn't had a real backstory, so I had to create one. And the notion was that this was a map of a human zoo created by higher beings in some uh, dimension that we're totally unaware of. And they people the zoo by reanimating humans who are deceased on Earth and transporting them to this zoo where they're on display for their fellow higher beings. Um, that, was, that was the origin of that. Have you always been an artist? Are you... You know, trained as an artist, or was this something that you kind of came to uh, because of interest? It was mostly just interest, and um, in in art circles, I'm considered an outsider because oh, okay. I right. because I am not trained, trained as an artist. I've always drawn, painted, played around with art. I studied architecture in college. I didn't ever get a degree in architecture because I jumped around back and forth between. <laughs> It was, the, it was the 60s, right? Yes, 60s right, 60s. yes. Um, ultimately, I got a degree in history of art. <clears throat> so 
So you've always mm. been an artist. Uh, you, you never, you, you've always, that was, oh, that's your, sure. you consider sure. yourself a professional artist. I do now, okay. yes. But it, it was a long time coming. When you started this in 63, did you consider yourself an artist? No. You were just doing no. it? To, yeah, I was for, just doing it, it just doing it. And it wasn't until the last uh, really 15 years maybe that I began to think, well, if it's being shown in art museums, maybe maybe that makes me an artist. So did you, what, what have you done in, else in your career, obviously? Uh... Oh, uh, <laughs> well, I've done a few things. Um, as I say, my training was in history of art. And with a, um, an interest in archaeology. And I was with a team of archaeologists in North Africa. We were cataloging Roman floor mosaics, <clears throat> and I was the architect for the team. Uh -huh. I did that until I moved to New York in 1973. And I moved there and with a clean slate, thinking I want to make things, and I want to earn a living by making things. And I began, I made throw pillows. They were sold in the major department stores of New York. I went from throw pillows to making bags, shoulder bags and handbags. Did that for probably a dozen years before I moved over into clothing. And it was around that time that I met my wife and she and I teamed up to um, make women's art to wear clothing. We were basically rebuilding secondhand clothes. Oh, okay. Right. Yep. That's, that's kind of cool. So you, you certainly have a varied background. Does that play a role in what some of the things that you uh, do in the map? You know, you mentioned the mosaics, which if I think a lot of people looked at it, they might see them as mosaics. Sure, sure. Yes, there's definitely an influence there, although I'd be hard put to point to very specific examples of it. But yes, and as a matter of fact, nowadays... Um, the collage work that I'm doing on the map is composed largely in bits and pieces from my personal history. There are photographs, black and white photos, for example, taken during my uh, mosaic cataloging days that are part of the map now. So it is certainly a multimedia. Yes. Uh, it's not yes. just painting. Well, right. So what's your... When you do one of those 8x10s, which uh, for people, uh, it kind of think about a, the, uh, um, a record album cover. That's about that size, I think. And, uh, yeah. yeah, pretty close. A little bit smaller. I mean, so they got a visual. <clears throat> um, how does that get started? What do you do first, or, or is it different for everyone? Well, it, it, in the early days of the map, uh, it was plain, white, heavy paper. Nowadays, I do a patchwork of paperboard and that's the background for every panel. On top of the paperboard patchwork, I do, I do uh, abstract paint. The next layer up, um, as I was saying earlier, I, I, I make photocopies of each level of the map. They're, I call them generation. So generation one is the patchwork, two is the overpainting, three is uh, collage little one-inch squares of paper glued onto the painted areas. Um, and then from that, cities start to develop. So it becomes more map-like. Do you know, uh, and, and we're talking with uh, the artist uh, Jerry Gritzinger, who is uh, Jerry's map. Uh, we'll be showing in the uh, Brosman Gallery uh, 
uh, you can go see it right now. It's free uh, and and fascinating. And and when you start, do you have an idea in your head what which each tile is going to look like? No, uh, and that, uh, that's the best. Part, uh, right? uh, through the years, at one point, um, uh, because the map was getting bigger and bigger, and it was composed of, I think at that time, maybe 800 panels. Um, I'm not a very patient person. So I, I was working panel by panel, working my way through this stack of 800, adding a little something to each one. I wanted to jump through the stack faster, so I took a deck of playing cards, and whatever number was on the playing cards, I would move down that many panels in the stack. If it was a queen, that was 12. 12, okay. Yeah. And from there, I began adding instructions to the playing cards. So it would say, move down 12, and then paint one-inch bands around uh, the perimeter, or create a new city, or add a new panel to the overall map. So there were these instructions that told me randomly what to do. And now, um, I, for the most part, 90% of the time, I'm acting like a, a robot. I just, I just um, answer the instructions, execute what I'm told to do. And so the, the result is a, is a kind of random uh, composition on these panels. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Are you creating new panels? Yes. Uh, like, uh, is there back in Michigan? Is there something waiting for you to? And and what inspires a new panel? These days, it's just the card that says "Add a new panel." Oh, okay. And I have a stack of these um, patchwork. Well, they're not always patchwork. I take that back. Most of the time, they are, but sometimes they are photos that I've taken, usually of places I've been. I've been photographing around here. You might someday oh, wow. see something be great. from here. Um, sometimes they're guest artist panels. I've asked artist friends to contribute 8 by 10 inch panels. And there, there have been 35 artists to date who've at, contributed uh, panels. And are they doing them in your style? No, no. They're whatever they do. Oh, okay. So yeah. you, don't edit, so, you, don't, you don't play editor? Uh, no, 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 I just told them that I don't want anything obscene, but beyond that, they're free to do whatever they want, and they run the gamut. One guest artist panel is a photograph of a blackboard. The man is an an urbanist, He and it was an equation that he'd written on the blackboard. I photographed that. He gave me permission to include it on the map. in the gallery are several examples of these, of these guest panels. All right, I'm going to have to go back and look at those, try, try and find those. What do you want people to take away from your map? Whatever they um, get from it. Um, I don't have anything specific. Some people get really into the details. You can bore into one panel and see lots of little tiny details. Or you can just take in the whole thing. Um, maybe you approach it just from a visual point of view. Color.
color. There's a lot of color in there. Um, you may look at individual panels as individual compositions. Some of them, as I say, since they're created randomly, sometimes they're a hit and sometimes they're not so good. But, but, they, some, still, but really, they still end up being in the exhibit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Jerry Gritzinger, thank you very much. Please, if, My uh, pleasure. if, if your folks are on campus, please go check out uh, this. It's in the Brosman Gallery in uh, Wolf Hall uh, downstairs. It's worth your time to go and see it full view as well as get close and you know, get personal with it. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's really, uh, really spectacular. Well, it's been a real pleasure being here. Uh, I've had a great time, and I hope people enjoy the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us for WVYC's Perspectives. The program airs weekly on Mondays and Fridays at 9 o'clock. Public Affairs program is also available as a podcast at wvyc.podbean.com. Jeffrey Schiffman serves as the Executive Director of Perspectives. We hope you join us again for this in-depth look at the York College community.